This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Welcome, friends. It's the Simon Says Podcast. I'm Sean. Charlie is over there. Hi there. Maddie is off this week up in Yankee Town, and he'll be back next week. Be sure you subscribe and like and do all those great things because we love you. We want you to be part of the action. Do you still have a bear in your neighborhood? Um, You know, apparently everyone around here has a bear in their neighborhood. I don't. <laughs> there are bears all over the place being spotted. I want a bear. Well, <laughs> I mean, ours won't come up to my house and let me hug him. Well, what have you done to encourage that? I bet you hadn't done a thing. I stood outside and said, here, bear, 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 bear. You did not. Free hugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. You're getting the wrong kind of bear. <laughs> right. So the continuing sea monkeys saga is going on. I wanted to tell you, my sea monkeys, you saw pictures and video of my sea monkeys. Yes, and they look like weird shrimp. They're very terrifying. They have these face flaps that fly all around face when they're swimming. Face flaps? Swim- yeah, that's what God, those- they're getting weirder. They're so weird, man, and I don't know what's <laughs> happening because there's fewer in there than used to be, but I don't see any dead bodies. Oh, it's because they're eating each other. Well, I haven't caught them eating each other either. Well, they're sneaky. They are very sneaky. They love it if you put a little flashlight on the side of their sea monkey tank. Yeah. They'll all fly over there like, hey, look, it's a way out. Come on, follow me. <laughs> it's a tunnel, Bob. <laughs> Stupid sea monkeys. You idiots will fall for anything. But um, so two friends of mine, when I got these sea monkeys, a friend of mine got some for their kids too. And I just randomly sent them a message the other day, how you sea monkeys doing? And the mom said... Oh, we gave up, poured them out. Gave up and poured them out? Yes. Well, but what do you have to do to maintain them? You feed them once a week uh-huh. and not more than that because overfeeding is the number one way that you kill your sea monkeys. Never forget it, Charlie. Okay. Never forget it. Don't overfeed your sea monkeys. And they eat like the tiniest little pinch of this fishy powder stuff once a week. And then every so often, the water level will go down in their little plastic disposable tank, and mm-hmm. you refill it up to the line with bottled water, and that's all you have to do. Wow, these are like the easiest pet ever to take care of. Yes, but they poured them out, and I I didn't judge. I didn't say, how dare you? Those are little lives, and who do you think you are? Well, where did they pour them into? Like a lake or a stream? I'm guessing probably the sink. <laughs> That's right. Where's the closest thing? See, then I would have nightmares of them climbing back out of the sink trying to get me. 
ooh, what if out of that tank they they have a limitless ability to grow? It's like an Oscar oh, fish. Oh, yeah, the tank keeps them small. You put an Oscar fish in the tank, it'll grow to the size of that tank. You put it in the bathtub, it'll grow to the size we of your bathtub. We just came up with a new horror movie idea. Mm. And then another friend of mine was had some sea monkeys. They were just getting started, and then all of a sudden, poof, they're all dead. Oh, he ever fed them. I'm thinking she might have done some overfeeding there. Yeah. But... That's the number one thing. And and the weird deal is I told my daughter when she got these dang things, they're not really alive. It's a trick. You just put yeah. the chemicals in there and it wiggles. No, no these are really alive. It's, <laughs> they're really creepy. It's blowing my mind, man. I put a thing up on Facebook and, and I put a picture of the little monsters on there. And I said, is this what they used to look like? Because I don't remember no, them being this those scary. those looked happy. They had a neat little, little um, long arms and a nice tail, and they, they the king and queen were a crown. Yeah, <laughs> those were so happy. God, these are weird things, man. But I'm I'm attached to them now. You know, are you? Have you named them? Uh, my daughter says they're all named Junior. <laughs> Just in, <laughs> okay. Because I don't have another pet right now. You know, uh-huh. I, I'm I'm thinking about it. But oh, the sea monkeys, so when she's not home, that gives you something to talk to. And I sit there with my flashlight and drive them crazy. Like, hey, you can get out over here, sucker. <laughs> Hours of entertainment. Yeah, but I, you know what? I wouldn't want to do, like, the, the obvious next step would be to get an aquarium with fancy fish in it. I don't know that sea monkeys live with fancy fish. No, no. After the sea monkeys have processed through, the next step would processed be through. get get a fancy no. fish tank. But I think I'd kill no, them no. quick. The sea monkeys, all you got to do is feed them once a week and add more water. Real fish, much more complicated. You know what scares me the most about a fish tank? The idea of that water not staying in the tank and flooding something. Haven't I told you about my roommate in college that had a fish tank and what happened? Tell me now. So she had one of those. It's kind of like the octagon-shaped tank, you know, the small one that you start off with. And she had it sitting on her desk, and she had a couple of fish in there, and she had one of those sucker fish Mm -hmm. that you have and it basically clings it to the wall the and it eats the algae off yeah. the wall you know so you're like okay they but you don't really see them moving but you see their little mouth moving most Ew. of the time anyway so time goes by you know we're in college so she's not exactly concerned about cleaning out the fish tank and if a fish in there died she would just scoop it out throw it away mm. well she finally decides man that sucker fish has been in there a long time and he's been stuck on that one wall maybe i should get him out and clean this tank out and, you know, make it fresh for him. So she goes in the bathroom and starts to drain the water and the sucker fish starts disintegrating. Oh, no. He had been dead for who knows how long, oh. stuck to the wall. Oh, the poor and guy. as soon as the water started coming out, it's like... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's gross. No. So I wonder if she'd have been happier just to not know. So check on your sucker fish. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom line. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid I would kill the fish. And, you know, I get oh. attached to things so easily. Oh, and we had a thing the other day. Overfeeding is the number one killer of sea monkeys. I told you that. Yes. My daughter fed them in the morning, and then I got home from work and fed them. And she called me up. She's We're talking about something else. And she goes, well, I fed the sea monkeys. I said, you did what? I just fed the sea monkeys. Yeah. And so then we're, like, all nervous, and I'm sending her videos of them. Are they still alive? Exactly. And then the next day, first thing I hear from her, were the sea monkeys okay after the overfeeding? 
<laughs> What's wrong with us? Not, not, Dad, I love you. How's your day? Oh, <laughs> Are no. the sea monkeys okay? She won't say any of that to me anymore. If I say I love you, she goes, Bye. <laughs> I don't get that anymore. But what is wrong with us? Why are we such suckers? Why do we care so much about these little things that came out of an envelope? Because we're born to care for things. Oh, you don't we're, care we're about good sea monkeys. People. I don't want sea monkeys. I would probably care about them, and I don't want to care about them. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, her little heart was breaking, thinking that they were going to die from being... That you all had killed your sea monkeys from double feeding. And ultimately, it would have been my fault. Of course. Well... So far, so far, they're still alive. Are you looking forward to your rock and roll concert next week? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it's finally happening after almost exactly two years. We'll see. There's still time. The stadium tour. Well, they've they've done, what, two, three shows now? I know they did Atlanta and they did Miami. We're talking about Motley Crue with... Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. Wow. That's yeah, a And lot. then I heard that there's also like a, an opening band like that nobody knows of. The thing starts at 4.30 in the afternoon. you got to be kidding. Yeah. So originally it was supposed to be on a Saturday, and now it's on a Tuesday. So that's going to throw the whole world off. Jeez. <laughs> it's going to take me the rest of the week to recover. Don't expect me to be here. Are you going to go for all of it? Are you going to watch all of the bands? Well, to be quite honest with you, my hope is that because they're trading off Def Leppard and Motley Crue, as to who the headliner is, which mm -hmm. would mean the last band of the night. I hope that Def Leppard is not the headliner that night. So that they play second to last. They're going to be awesome. And then we can watch like two crew songs in Bolt. Really? Yeah. I thought you'd be there for the crew. Dude, have you heard Vince Neil lately? Poor Vince Neil. Look, nostalgia factor. I love the band. Don't get me wrong. But he first, he hasn't been able to sing for over 15 years. I told you the story of when I saw him at the House of Blues and he forgot the words to Home Sweet Home, right? What? Yeah. There's <laughs> basically three words to that song. Exactly. Well, so that's where it started. And, you know, he just, his voice is just not great anymore. So, I mean, it's going to be cool. Don't get me wrong. But I'd rather leave early during their set than Def Leppard. And Tommy Lee's not even going to be there when you go see him. Yeah, well, I think he's still hanging out. Like, I think he's still standing he back and going, yeah, drums. I'm really cool, I'm Tommy Lee, I'm right here. But he can't play because he's got broken ribs. And that is one of the things I always hear about their concerts well, is yeah, him on the roller coaster. Yeah, kind of the highlight. Because he plays upside down and stuff. Yeah, I so, mean, Mick Mars is basically a zombie that they prop up <laughs> and make him look like he's playing playing guitar notes. Vince Neil can't sing. Nikki Six is still cool, and Tommy's still cool. <laughs> But there's another Tommy who's filling in. He was one of Ozzy's drummers back mm -hmm. in the day. But I wonder, will he get in the roller coaster, and will they do the whole show? I mean, probably whatever the, the setup was for Tommy Lee, he'll still do it. I don't see why not. You think? You just got to strap him in. Hang on! I don't know. If I was Tommy <laughs> Lee, I'd be like, okay, um, you can play, but you're not going upside down. That's my thing. Oh, that could be, too. Yeah, I would think that would be know. the deal. We'll find out. And with, you know, talking about how Vince Neil can't sing anymore... Why don't they just keep the band name and get somebody who sounds like Vince Neil? I don't know. Maybe that might have worked with another band sometime in the past. I don't know. Journey? Yeah, you know, it worked with Journey, but don't you remember Motley Crue did get a different singer at no. one point in time, and everyone hated him. Poor guy. N was it after? There was a guy before Vince called Odin who was no, real no. weird. This was this was after, this was like in the early 90s, I think, John Karabi, although he sounded 
the thing is, is if you're going to get a replacement, they got to sound just like the original guy. Yeah, that's right. Robbie sounded different, and it just didn't work. That out. That doesn't work, man. Uh-uh. That's that's the reason uh, Hormel. I can't ever think of his real name because we started <laughs> calling him Hormel. The guy in, in Journey works I think it's so. Arnell. Arnell. He sounds just yeah, like him. Yeah, that's why they picked him. Spooky. They, they found him on YouTube, and they're like, "This guy sounds exactly like Steve Perry." And and the guy never even dreamed of doing that for and a he, living. He like, lived in Thailand, and he was just some little dude. He lived in a village. Yeah. They had to share shoes, and yeah. now he's the lead singer of one of the biggest rock bands ever. Exactly. It's just amazing. Hey, so if you ever want to be a part of the podcast, we would love it. We'd love for you to call 336-373-0987. We have some calls to go through this week, and uh, they go like this. Hey, Simon. My knees hurt. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. her knees hurt, and we're glad that you could share with us. I wonder if she could pass the stand-on-one-leg trick. Oh, I don't know. I almost thought I was going to fall. There's this new thing out that says it's a test to see, and I hate to even bring up these words in a row, if you're going to die within the next 10 years. And the test is, can you stand on one foot for 10 seconds, 10 seconds straight, which sounds like the easiest thing in the world. Now, it does sound like it, but I've I've always had like wobbly ankles, so I don't have the best balance as it is. So standing on one foot is difficult. Has always been difficult yeah. for me. Yeah, and I have vertigo and, you know, Dane Bramage and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, you're definitely dying. Oh, I know. My daughter actually <laughs> said we were at the family function and we were talking about old people or whatever. And she said to me and the entire room, maybe she was just thinking out loud. She's like, yeah, my dad's probably got about nine more years. Oh, that's good. That's almost ten. Yeah. You know, I've, I've pretty much done everything I wanted to do. But anyway, the <laughs> test is, can you stand on one foot for 10 seconds straight? So what is the reasoning behind that if you can't? Do you know? Why? Like, why? I mean. Middle-aged so, people who cannot stand on one leg for 10 seconds are nearly twice as likely to die within a decade. Unlike aerobic fitness, muscle strength and flexibility, balance tends to stay relatively steady until somebody reaches their 50s and then it starts to diminish hey it's it's i've been doing it while you gave that whole explanation and i'm still doing it so it's about balance if you've maintained your balance you're more likely to continue you're doing it now i'm doing it i can't see i can't tell well i I promise i would would not lie about such a thing i don't know i don't know if i believe you (laughs) and then there was a guy who did like 3200 push-ups in an hour the other day oh well forget that so I I, tr- I tested myself again. Remember when we had uh, Maddie do push-ups in the studio that mm-hmm. day? And I went home, and I was like, I wonder if I can do it. Well, I did it again the other day. And I am- You did 3,200? St- did 3,200 push-ups <laughs> in an hour. Wow. I'm just a little bit sore. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh-huh. No, no big deal. <laughs> hey, Simon Creed from Atlanta giving you a call. Listen, I was sitting here fixing dinner, and you all are always talking about food, and I'm fixing Thai, I'm sorry, Indian curry, and I know that Sean just hates that stuff, and he was mentioning that yep. it was a spice. Well, it is, but it's not spicy in the way that people think that burns. It's It's actually a neutral spice, but it's usually added with cayenne pepper and things to make it hot. But that's not really what I called in about. I have these pickles that I got. (laughs) Have you ever gotten something from the store that you just keep eating because you think, God, I paid a lot of money for that stuff. And it's like, "Ah, this is just terrible. (laughs) And I'm going to have a hard time getting through this. I got these pickles, those bread and butter pickles, and they're made here in Georgia. And they're just terrible. Bread (laughs) and butter pickles are supposed to be sweet and buttery tasting and kind of have a sugary feel to them. And these, you know, I told you I can't eat bread and butter pickles anymore because my mom used to make them by the gallon. Yeah. We had so many bread and butter pickles in the house. I I can't even stand it. What's funny is when my mom used to make those, I never ate them. I didn't think I liked them. And now lately I'm on a bread and butter kick. How about you? And talking about wanting to eat it because it's expensive and not throw it away, yeah. I do that all the time. That's why you've given me two jars of a peanut butter you don't like. Well, you like it, don't you? I do like it, but... <laughs> it's the most expensive peanut butter I've ever seen in my life. It's like all natural, but mm-hmm. it's got a salted caramel flavor to it. Kind and of. At, but it's, a very, it's just a hint. So my first taste, I was like, mm, I don't know about this. Let me eat some more. But actually, now I really like it. So you, this, I'm on the second jar that you've given me. <laughs> okay, well, make that Thank one you. last because there's not any more. <laughs> Back to Creed. I was reading the label, and they're homemade, by the way. They come from this local place. And I bought them at a local farmer's market. So I was trying to give some money to some local people and, you know, give them a little boost. But, Lord, I regret it. It's got <laughs> – these are the ingredients. It has onion – mustard seed and then it has the sugar and the vinegar just to kind of give it that that taste but who ever eats bread like white bread with onions and mustard and butter because that's what it tastes like that sounds good to me isn't that how you i think that is how you're supposed to make bread and butter pickles i have no idea maybe they just got their uh their measurements off it is horrible and it reminded me of that episode of Andy Griffith when Aunt B yes. fixed those terrible pickles and they all yes. had to eat through them. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. It's, it's god-awful. But I, anyway, I just thought about you all because you constantly talk about food. Do we? Constantly. Well, he's not the only one to say hey, that. We talk about bears. <laughs> bears and food and food and food and bears. Bears, bears, bears. Food, food, food. Uh, but I had another person tell me that their friend wouldn't let them listen to us on the way to work because we talk about food too much. And and he didn't want to hear us talk about food. And I was like, well, that's a him problem. He's got food issues. Right. You know, everybody eats. But I'm eating it like the good little St. Pius kid that I am. Oh, and 
I do want to mention something about that. I got to thinking, since I had to go to a Catholic school, when I was going there, they all they taught us it, to eat all of our food, right? And, of course, they thought I was the devil, so I, that was part <laughs> of it. But <laughs> there was this lady that was a teacher there. And I'm going to call her out because, ugh, it, it, it just that was almost 40 years ago, and I still can't stand this one. Wow. Her name was Miss Malfers. She retired like three years ago, thank God. But she was that teacher that made all the kids cry, or they just made them enraged. Have you ever had one of those teachers, too? Yes. Did hold, you? You bet you did. Hold a grudge much, Creed? <laughs> I had a teacher that I'm, well, I had two, actually, that I'm still mad at. But the worst one was Miss Howard, and she was the meanest teacher in school. N- hands down. Everybody knew it. You know, you did not want to have her. I usually got along with the mean teachers. Well, I, I get that. But Miss Howard was the class where I decided that I would scream with my mouth closed because I was sure nobody could hear that. Mm-hmm. I was so sick of her mess that I was in the class going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and man, she bugged out. Who is that acting crazy in here? I got the ruler to the hands on I that deal. if she was actually mean or you were just <laughs> a little terror. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. But anyway, I learned as a good Catholic student to eat all my food. So just like AFB's pickles, I'm going to suffer through them. And also, I just don't want to throw away $8. It kills me. Hope you all have a great week. Talk to you soon. Creed, always bringing the content, man. Right. We appreciate you. A lot going on there. A lot to unpack, and I like it. (laughs) Let's see what else we got. This is James with TE Conductivity in Greensboro. We jam with you 24-7, baby. Yes. Rock on, Simon. Rock on. Oh, we love to hear that. Wow, they're at work 24-7? Those poor guys. Yeah, but seriously, man, couldn't you find some time to listen a little bit more (laughs) if you really liked it? Hey, Simon. This is Coach checking in. Hey, I'm here with my friend Boris the Burlington Bear. You've been talking about him all week. Boris is a big surf music fan. I bet you won't play the Beach Boys Surfing USA. Boris and I are off the head to the beach to catch a few waves. See you in the lineup. Did you know the bear had a name? I did not know he had a name. I did not know that bears could surf. Oh, yeah. Of course. I knew they could ride bicycles. They could, And tricycles and unicycles. Yes. And drive little cars. And... If they're ever in a race, they can drive real fancy cars that, you know, can sometimes turn into airplanes and stuff. Oh, neat. Yeah, but that's only when there's a race school. <laughs> hey, Simon, you still didn't ask my question. How come I don't like earrings? <laughs> All right. We really do need to answer his question. How come he don't like earrings? Um, Because they're... Too shiny? It looks stupid. Oh. On men and on women. It looks especially stupid on men. You know? And they're like, oh, should I put it in the left ear or should I put it in the right ear? Am I gay or am I straight or whatever? <laughs> That's Who not a thing a anymore. Who gives a flying hell? Give me a mother scratch and break. This is so goddamn stupid. <laughs> you know? I mean, who gives a damn hell about jewelry who cares 
a chain. Oh, I'm wearing a necklace. Oh, I'm wearing earrings. Look at me. I'm so pretty. I'm pretty. Oh, yeah. Look at me. Yeah. So Give me a god <laughs> break. We're sick of looking at that god garbage. <laughs> Thank you. Play some rock and roll. It really rocks. It better not be Def Leppard. <laughs> I love that part. Play some rock and roll, but it better not be Def Leppard. So he hates earrings and Def Leppard. That's really something, you know. I really worked up about that. I had an earring for from twelve to early thirties. Yeah, and I think I could probably still jam one in there. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'm too old. Like when I see Harrison, I'm not Harrison Ford's age. But when I see Harrison <laughs> Ford with an earring, I'm like, come on, man. Well, you know, going through the late '80s, all the rockers had earrings. So that's where I think I kind of got past earrings on guys bothering me at all. Did it ever? Um, so, you know, back in the 70s, it was a different thing. Like, and it did have a significance on which side did you it? wore it on. It was supposed to. I yeah. didn't know that was ever real. Yeah, it actually, I mean, I heard it. But back then, you know, a guy would just wear like one little stud. And mm-hmm. then through the 80s, they started wearing the hoops and the long things and they didn't care. And it was like, oh, okay, you know what? I don't, I don't care. Mine was always the one that I had the most, the longest, was a little piece of gold. It was like a little wire, just a little tiny little hoop. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend's got both ears pierced. Yeah? Yeah, he doesn't wear things in them. He Usually if he does, wears anything, it's studs, but he doesn't wear them all the time. Yeah, I thought about jamming one in there the other day, but I thought... Oh, you can. It's there forever. Yeah, but I'm 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 just gonna be like the old dude trying to wear an earring, though, aren't I? Well, <laughs> right. You'll be trying to wear an earring. <laughs> hey, Simon. This here's a big E, little buddy. Uh, Priscilla, honey, how about give me a big fluffy bottle biscuit? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, Simon, I wish you would play me a song. I want to hear some blues suede shoes from yours truly. The big E. Make Priscilla a little honey really happy. Oh, thank you there, little buddy. Goodbye. Did Did Elvis just wake up? <laughs> he sounded really sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that impersonation, but... It's all going to be okay because the Elvis movie comes out this week. Are you so excited? So excited. So excited. I've read all kind of reviews because uh-huh. you can't spoil that. I know the, I know well, yeah, every bit of the know, story. We know Elvis's story. I hope there's no twist <laughs> that we don't know right? about. <laughs> but I, I did read some of the things that aren't in it. I'll give you one example. The, the meeting with President Nixon didn't make it into the movie. Okay. And everybody's like, how could you skip that? And Margaret isn't mentioned in the movie really oh what a baby doll surprising because she was in so many movies with him well and they were the worst kept secret in the world they were madly in love absolutely in love but um after i was like why why wouldn't he put that in there Baz Luhrmann came out and said oh there's a four-hour version of the movie i had to get it down to two hours and 39 minutes for the theatrical release but i'm sitting on a four-hour version oh my gosh so all those things are probably in there so i mean what if what if it's not as great as you want it to be? Oh, it's going to be great. The reason that I know it's going to be great is because it's a lot of real Elvis in it, too. You know, the guy Austin Butler sings the young stuff, mm-hmm. but then later it's real Elvis. And the the clothes 
and the Baz Luhrmann style of it being so flashy and quick yeah. cuts and everything. There's no way it's going to be bad. He's he's made for this type of a movie, I think. And the kid who's playing Elvis in it, absolutely, some of the times where he's not saying anything, but he just glances at the camera in the previews, looks just like him. It's spooky. I've, I've come around to him because when they very first released some of the stills, for it, I was like, I don't know about this guy. Like, me too. He seemed like he was wearing too much eyeliner. And yeah, it was, I didn't know, but I've I've come around to him. I did the same thing. I thought this kid's too skinny. He doesn't have the broad shoulders. How dare you? How dare you do? <laughs> How dare you not be exactly Elvis? But, and they were going to initially have two actors. They were going to have young Elvis and then somebody else play old Elvis. Mm-hmm. But this guy does it all the way through. Oh, cool. So I can't wait. And then when I do have a chance to get that four hour version, I'm all over it. Same mm-hmm. thing with um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is like a three-hour movie. You will not stop talking about that movie. There's how many times have you seen it now? Fifteen. That's insane. I could watch it right now. Do you know how many hours of your life you've spent watching that movie? Those are good hours. Okay. I can account for those hours having been good, you know? Because you waste a lot of time. You, yeah. You waste a lot of time not doing what you want and not enjoying yourself. That, let's see, what's 15, and there's no way to figure out what 15 times three is no but however many that hours that is those were all good hours in 45. life all 45 good hours in life 100 <laughs> percent. wow that's more than a whole work week i've spent on that movie yep. and I, could, I just watch it right now hey simon i missed the answer to the question this morning the, the trivia question this morning went to get a cup of coffee and uh missed the answer is there any way that you could uh relay that to me you guys really rock Thank you, thank you, thank you. I think he's British. I think he's been here long enough to lose a lot of it, but I think he's British. Maybe he had a, he had something extra jumping in there. That was neat. I, I love the sound I of his don't voice. Don't know when did he call? He's talking about an earlier trivia question in the week. The number one question pharmacists are asked oh. across America, and the answer: Can I drink alcohol with this medication? <laughs> And Maddie and I agreed, you don't ask. (laughs) You just take it and hope for the best. Hope for the best, man. So, yeah, don't ever miss the trivia question. It's on between 8 and 8.15. But we do also always post the question and the answer separately on the Facebook page. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes people go nuts on that. I love that. And then other times there's like six people who answer it, and I don't know the difference. What happens? Mm, I guess everybody's busy that day. Hey, Simon. I uh, had the uh, COVID thing going on, and I lost 32 pounds during wow. the uh, lockdown and everything. And uh, I've still got it off. He lost 32 pounds during lockdown. Wow, good for him. Well, how does that happen? Maybe, uh, maybe the, um, the rest of us found them. I, yeah, no doubt about <laughs> it. I mean, that second round of COVID, when I got it the second time, Mm-hmm. I really did fall apart on that. You know, I, I really, I gained like 20 pounds between after the first one wasn't as bad. The second one, I don't know what it was. And Something's changed since the, the lockdown and whatever. like, I'm lazier, sleepier. Yes. Something yeah. than I used to be. Me too. Like the, it's nothing for me to go straight home from work and take a nap. Trying not to do it, man, but I'm but with you. But I try you. not to either. But if I, if I don't have something specifically I need to do and I sit down, yeah, well, forget it, it. Is that what long COVID is? Is that what we have? No. Not like the people who really have it. Okay. No. You sure? It. Yeah, they have much, much stronger symptoms. Okay. Hey, 
Simon, I was calling about the contest. Uh, the mothers are most likely to go back on a punishment. And also, I'd like to hear... Uh, Surprised me. Oh, the anticipation was amazing <laughs> on that. Didn't the suspense kill you on that? Yes. Oh, my what's God. It gonna be, what's it going to be? Oh, really? So the question was, moms are more likely to do this than dads. It was steal money out of the piggy bank was the actual answer. And some people took that the wrong way. How? Because, well, we we didn't, when I put it up on Facebook, I didn't say steal money out of the piggy bank. I said take their kids' money. Mm. And they're like, how dare you do that? That's awful to take your children's money. They need Same their thing. money. Same thing. That's yeah, their I money mean, in the piggy bank, yeah, too. It's like, you know, you borrow 10 bucks because you need some cash and then you intend to put it back and you just kind of never do. You know, some kids are better with money than others. If you have a child with no concept of money who you could give them a one or a 50 and they leave it laying around just the same, you're in the clear. Um. Or if they just, it's like, I've got a dollar. I need to spend all of it on candy. I have a 50. I need to spend all of it on candy. <laughs> like, But the, the, the idea is spend all my money, no mm. matter how much it is. I used to, when I first started working, if I ever got a 20 or a 50 or, good God, if I ever got a 100, I would ask my mom for money. And she'd say, well, you've got that. I was like, I know, but I don't want to break that big bill. I told you about the little vacation trick that my friends came up with. That when you get cash back, you hardly ever get handed a 10. Mm -hmm. Usually they give you two fives, five and five ones, whatever. So anytime you get a 10, because it's kind of rare, put that away. Mm. And then the next time you go on vacation, you've got an extra 50, 70, 150 bucks. Smart. To spend that you, just because you put those 10s away. Do you know that my grandfather did that? My mom's dad did it, but with dimes mm. when they were growing up. He would keep every single dime. And then at the end of the year, they'd have enough to do a trip. Yeah, not these days. Dimes. <laughs> not these days. It's going to have to be. It's a 10, but not 10 cents, $10. Hey, Simon, I got a polar bear joke for you. Ooh, polar bear. There's a mama, a daddy, and a baby polar bear walking across the Arctic landscape. And the baby bear goes, mama, 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 mama. And they stop walking. She goes, yes. He goes, mama, am I a polar bear? And how do you know I'm a polar bear? And she goes, well, uh, your dad and I are both polar bears, so, you know, we're pretty sure you're a polar bear. Baby bear goes, okay. And they keep walking. Blizzard comes up. They keep walking. Baby bear goes, mama bear, mama, 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 mama. Turns around and she goes, yes. He goes, are you sure that I'm a polar bear? And she goes, yes. You know, as I explained, your, your dad and I are both polar bears. Here we are in the blizzard, in the Arctic. What other, you know, bear could we be? And he goes, I don't know, but I'm freaking freezing. Anyway, that's it. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> See, that's one where he had to tell me the joke was over. Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, well, I can't be a polar bear because I'm cold, I think, is the whole idea of that. But Maybe um, if, maybe if, if the real polar bears were telling the joke, I'd have gotten <laughs> yeah. it. See, he heard it firsthand. It was a lot funnier. Got it. Hey, Simon. I bet you won't play Casey Kasem's entire top 40 countdown. <laughs> what? And <laughs> somebody in the background said, what? For which year? Oh, which man. Week? Do you know I still have some of those? I used to listen to that religiously. 
we played them off of records initially back in the day. And when I worked at one of the radio stations when I was a kid, I was able to borrow some of the Casey's Top 40 Countdowns. Mm -hmm. And I still have a couple of them. And it's so neat because, of course, when he gets to the top 10, you're going to know all of that. But when you go back, like from 40 to, you know, 11, there's some crap in there you've never heard again. Right. Yeah. Songs that just barely cracked in and bounced right back oh, out. And that is so that fun. Is fun. Sit and listen to a whole one of those. I don't know if we could get away with playing a whole one on the radio here. Uh, we, we try to keep it shorter than Inagata DeVita. <laughs> as long as Freebird. And we need our jobs. We don't want Casey doing them for us. You know, Casey did that show from Beyond the Grave for a while. Yeah. You know, he's still on some stations. Yeah. That's going to about do it for our podcast. Do you have a final thought over there, Charlie? Free bear hugs. <laughs> Look out, bears. She's looking for you. Mm -hmm. If you would love to be a part of the podcast, maybe get a phone call into us sometime. Why don't you? 336-373-0987. Click a like and subscribe and everything like that. And we love you. We'll see you next time. Hey, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.